What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. I am joined here with one of my very good friends, Cole Lepp. Cole, how you doing, buddy? Thank you for coming on. I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing freaking awesome, dude. So for anyone that doesn't know, you know, if you guys know me, you guys have probably met Cole Lepp at one time or another. We used to play Realm Royale together. I believe that's where we met, right? Realm Royale, right? Uh, Yeah. I, I don't remember exactly what month or anything, but I it was honestly, the time we met. I actually don't remember. Maybe you can correct my memory. I was like, I don't even remember how we actually got in contact and started playing together, to be honest with you. I just remember, like, I don't really know. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. It <laughs> it's was just one of those things where almost. Oh, God. I was just saying, it's just one of those things where I started thinking right now. I'm like, dude, I just remember we played together, like, pretty much uh, a lot, like, a lot, yeah. a lot. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, how did we first start playing together? If I had to take a guess, it was probably from a raid. I feel like it was maybe like Skrnickles. If I had a uh, maybe that guess. that could be a good one, yeah. I think it could have been scary. someone like that. Yeah, been yeah. I remember you. It was like you, me, you, me, mom, and uh, DJ for a long time. Yep, mm-hmm. that was usually the squad. But um, so, how many years have you been streaming? I know you took a break. When did you start streaming? So I found out about Twitch August of 2013 from a Black Ops Two week play game, and then. There was basically a dude in my lobby at the time that was like talking to other people, obviously not in the game, and I was just like curious who the hell he was talking to. Thought it was like family members or something. Basically, he explained to me that he was streaming on Twitch, and I was like, "Oh, it's Twitch." Blah blah blah. Long story short, he got me into streaming. Um, I started streaming. I don't remember what month exactly because it was too long ago, but early 2014, like you know, just a few months after, I would. I might have even started streaming end of 2013, but I always just t- tell people to, you know, p- play it safe 2014. Um, so early 2014, I got into it. I streamed off of the Black Ops 2 stream integration they used to have built into the game. So it was like the worst quality ever, but it was just on Facebook actually at the time. I didn't even know they had um, that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was either you could stream to Facebook or YouTube. And that was like obviously way before Facebook gaming was ever like a... a oh yeah, it was just regular platform. Facebook. Yeah, it was just you would stream right to your your pretty much your profile on Facebook. Um, uh, and I mean, it was just pretty much, you know, hometown people would stop in here and there and watch me or whatever. It was like one or two people, blah, blah, blah. But um, and then I remember basically I didn't have like a laptop or anything at the time. So then I ended up like asking my dad to borrow his laptop, you know, just here and there to like try to stream with better quality. I ended up buying this capture card. It wasn't an HDMI one. It was called Dazzle. And it was just like the the red, uh, yellow, and white cable capture card type thing. You know what I'm saying? Old school. Into old, old TVs. Yeah, yeah it was old, old school. school. Yeah. So I remember, I don't even think I had a monitor at the time. I had like a TV. It was probably like a 24-inch like LED TV that I would plug into. Or I would plug, you know, those cables into the TV. And then that capture card would plug into the laptop. And that's what I actually started streaming on after the... The Black Ops 2 like streaming integration like got taken off because it got taken off after a while. They just couldn't keep up with it or whatever. Um, and so I streamed off of that for the longest time before I actually got my first Elgato, probably a few months down the line, like 2014-ish. And I got the the old, you know, brick Elgato HDMI capture card. Um, and I started streaming, you know, with that for a while with the same laptop. Uh, you're, you, were on, you were on console, right? You were uh, yeah, PlayStation? Yeah, I started on Xbox 360 Xbox, back then. Xbox. Xbox okay. 360, and that's what I was on for the longest time. Okay. Um, but yeah, basically streamed, you know, still from the same laptop, you know, whenever I could get, up, you know, get my hands on it with my dad, and basically ended up saving for my first ever um, computer that I actually ended up buying off Craigslist. It was like a probably 30 minute drive to go pick it up. It was just like a, I don't even remember the actual name of it, but it was a, it was just a simple Dell, and I think I paid maybe like two or three hundred for it, and it came with a nice little like. 22 inch monitor but and then i ended up you know using that to stream oh uh, you know i was still on console at the time and i streamed off that um like i said i don't really have like a set time period that i was streaming yeah. on all these stuff because it was so long ago not to but, cut you off or fast so how old were you when you first started streaming uh 2014 i would have been 16 i was gonna say because uh how old are you now around my junior year of high school that i started because how old are you now uh, just turned 23 last month in February. Okay, I was gonna say because I always gotta remember that because I hang out with like, like, like you, DJ. 
I keep mm. I keep forgetting, bro. I'm about to be 30 years old this year. <laughs> I always I always hey, for, hey, still young. I, I always forget that when I'm talking to someone, I'm like, wait, this dude's like like almost 10 years younger than me. <laughs> and he's talking about, oh yeah, in 2014. I like to joke about it all the time now that I'm a boomer, though, because it's it's literally just another year at this point in my eyes. Well, well, once you reach uh, once you reach 21, any year past it, like yeah. everyone's like, oh well, tw- at, at 25 you can rent a car for cheaper, and I'm all like, just gonna say it, that. it doesn't matter, dude. Like it, yeah. after 21, it's just all downhill from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but pretty much. So you were streaming like exclusively Black Ops, right? Yep, it was Black Ops 2. Um, my first COD was Black Ops 1, but I didn't know anything about Twitch around that time. And then Black Ops 2 came out, uh, came out I think end of 2012. And then, like I said, I played it maybe for like a year until I finally you know, found out about Twitch towards the end of uh, 2013. Now, for the people listening, Cole is a Twitch partner. Now, how long did it take you to get Twitch partner, and how, how did that whole path go from when you started yeah, streaming? So- like I said, I pretty much started 2014, streamed like that whole year, you know, sporadically whenever I could get the laptop and everything. Um, basically ended up saving after I got that first computer, that Dell, I ended up saving for a better computer. Um, actually, I think that was, no, that was before I reached partner. Yeah, that was probably early 2015, maybe mid 2015 when I got like a, I actually went through CyberPower when I saved up enough. I made a donation goal actually at the time on my Twitch page mm-hmm. and raised, uh, I think it was, just over or just around 1600 that's how much i paid for my computer at that time and uh, i didn't really know anything about pcs at all and ended up you know just copying a, or buying a cyber power because that was the easiest way to do it in my eyes at the time yeah and uh so got that like probably like, like i said mid 2015 and then i actually um obviously kept streaming and then i was fortunate enough to receive partner at in it was november 11th of 2015 it was uh, Memorial Day. There you go. Now, now so, so were not you on a were you on a Call of Duty team or I was um I was a part of a esports organization called EZG at the time. And what happened with them? Just and disbanded or what? Yeah, they had a COD team for a few years. Like they had a COD team like when they picked me up. They basically picked me up as a content creator along with a couple other people. Um and I think after like I don't know, like a year or two, then ended up just disbanding. I don't really kind know. Of, kind of like less, really know the, kind of probably got, became like less active, or they weren't pushing it as much. So they just disbanded mm-hmm. it. And yeah, that's usually what happens with a lot of these esports teams. Mm-hmm. They probably couldn't afford a lot of it with yeah. like traveling and stuff. Well, that's what usually happens. Like you know, I was talking about this with somebody the other day with you know how all these esports teams come out of nowhere, then they're just gone. And then that's kind of what happens, you know. There's all this hype behind him, and then all of a sudden, it just kind of fizzles off. And then the, the owners just go, "Ah, oh, whatever, forget it." Yep. Or they sell out, and then the yep. next owners can't keep up with it either. Type thing. That's usually how it is. So yep. now, what did you play? I know you took a break from Call of Duty, and then you did you when you got your PC? Were you playing controller on PC, or did you switch to mouse and keyboard? Um. So when I got my PC originally from CyberPower on that time, I was still on console. I pretty much just used it as a streaming PC. Oh, okay. I just wanted something for better quality. Um. So yeah, I was still on controller on Xbox 360, and basically streamed. You know, after I got partner in 2015, I streamed. I don't remember exactly when I took a little break, but I ended up streaming probably almost to the end of 2016, and then ended up having to take a break. Um. I had a girlfriend that I ended up you know, cooking up with, I ended up starting another job because I was working at Walmart um, when I was streaming. So I didn't really get to stream a lot. It was, you know, just kind of here and there, part-time kind of thing. But I still got on for probably a good, like, three or four hours a night, even with hey, school bro, as well. Girlfriends always get in the, in, in the way, bro, I'm telling you. Yeah, it was like, rough, man. <laughs> so you took- I mean, like, she, she enjoyed video games. It was just one of those things where I was so busy with working as well and, like, spending time with her and friends and everything. I just never had time to do it anymore. Oh yeah, no. I mean, trust me. People always ask me how I'm able to do it with a wife and three kids. About to have my fourth kid, yeah. so it's like it's, how, everyone's like, "How do you?" Hard. Everyone's like, "How do you do it?" I'm like, "The the only way I do it is because she's so supportive of it. If she mm-hmm. wasn't, then I guarantee I wouldn't be able to do it at all." So yep. yeah, that's what usually happens, you know. But so when you when you when, yeah. you, when you came back, you got right into it. what? What were you playing? Like, did you, did you go back to COD? Like, or did you when or, I came back from my break? Yeah, from your little break. Yeah. Yeah, so I took a break, like I said, end of 2016. I came back, uh, I tell everyone November of 2018, so I took pretty much two years, but I think it was a little bit before November because I actually came back. Um, I was actually, I actually came back to streaming here and there. I was streaming off of my PS4 because I actually, when I moved out of my parents' house the first time um, with my girlfriend, actually, like a year down the line after we hooked up, I ended up 
leaving like my whole setup at my dad's house because I basically just moved out into a house with her and a couple friends. And all I had was a PS4, so I would stream off the PS4 just like Fortnite and uh, I think it was Black Ops 4 at the time. Just here and there. I've never seen you play Fortnite, like, When I took a break, I was very dumb about it. I really didn't tell anyone where I was going. It was kind of the, one of those things where I was just like sucked into the, you know, girlfriend working life. And I kind of was just, I was very dumb, like I said, about it. I didn't really tweet out about like me taking a long break or anything. I didn't really plan on taking a long break. It kind of just happened, you know? That's one thing I think um, a lot of people a lot of people don't realize is how important social wait, media uh, is. Yeah, I mean I agree. Um, you know, I was very at the time I was very active on Twitter. Like it was pretty much like when I started streaming, it was just Twitch and Twitter. Like back then, to be a Twitch streamer, you didn't really have to use a lot of social media. Uh, like I had an Instagram page, like I had a Facebook page, but it's pretty much Twitch and uh, Twitter. So <laughs> when I took my break, I just. My like I said, I was very dumb about it. I didn't even like you know make a tweet. I kind of just became inactive on all my platforms, like Twitch and Twitter, you know, in general. Um, so basically, going back to like when I came back, um, you know, I would stream Fortnite and uh, Black Ops Four here and there from the PS4, but it was nothing, you know, no big deal. It was kind of just like for maybe an hour or two at a time, just to like see what would happen. Um, and then basically ended up. Getting my setup back, I was basically like, at the time, I was kind of like getting away from some friends that were kind of driving me down the wrong path, and I kind of was just like, okay, streaming something I always wanted to do, let's get back into it. So I went back to my dad's, picked up most of my setup, brought, brought it back to the place I was staying at the time, and I started streaming more often. It wasn't very often, because I was still working two jobs, but I started streaming, and it would, I think it was the end of November of 2018. That's usually what I tell people when I got back into streaming is when I found out about the game Realm Royale. And it was kind of a funny story. My roommate at the time is actually like, like this is actually like part of, like, like not part of the story, but my roommate that actually took the place of my girlfriend after we broke up in the house I was still staying at. He ended up showing me Realm Royale. He was playing it. He's like basically like, hey, it's it's like Fortnite, but it's better. There's no building. I watched him play. Yeah, no building, abilities, you know, the whole nine yards. Uh, so I would watch him play here and there, and, you know, I, I would just, you know, I ended up one day actually playing on his PC, first time ever on keyboard and mouse, and I think I got like two or three kills when that was nothing special, but... Um, that's when I found out about Realm Royale, and then I decided, you know, maybe like a week down the line, hey, like maybe I can play this on stream and see how it goes. You know, I have a pretty good PC now for it, and you know, in November was the month I always say that I got back into streaming in 2018. So, yeah, it's actually pretty funny. Everyone, everyone that I know that like had a name for themselves at Realm Royale, like myself included, like we all got into it, but because of somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's not like we found out about it or something like that. It's always like someone else showed it to us. And it was like, huh, Leon, let me check this game out. And then it just became a game that we played like religiously. So mm-hmm. if that was in November 2018, because like, I was going to say, it's been a, I started looking, I just looked at the date. And it's like, it's 2021. I'm like, we, I, you know, 2020, we were on, we were on lockdown. 2019, I know we were playing a lot of Realm Royale. And it wasn't, it was until the high res expo, we all knew <laughs> the game was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when we really knew the de- the game was done. But we were also still. I think we we. So I was like, dude, I've known this dude since like the late 2018. Like, it's been yep. a long time. Pretty much. Yeah, that's crazy. Probably November or December. We probably yeah, because because 2019. I remember I was playing with you with you and DJ and and all mm-hmm. and, and Mob Child and all of us. You know, Skern and all of us for yep. for quite a while. You know, and then I got my car accident in 2019, and I started playing. You know, in those those uh screams yeah, and stuff started like streaming a lot more often sorry streaming a lot because of that mm-hmm. you know that's one of those blessings in disguise i was talking about like yeah it was in a car accident that almost killed me but at the same time i was a full-time streamer for three months yeah <laughs> it's know? like what else could you do at the time yeah yeah so so now i do know when you're playing realm you played realm like exclusively like mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember you ever really switching to another game no so yeah, yeah, it was, I it was pretty like much tell everyone yeah i pretty much tell i pretty much tell everyone that when I got into Realm, I fell in love. Like, mm-hmm. not like right away kind of thing, but after maybe like the first like two, three weeks, I was like, okay, this game's pretty sick. I think I'm going to invest my time. Because like I said, I played Fortnite. I played Fortnite for probably, you know, before I actually got back into streaming too, I probably played for like five, six seasons. And then I kind of was just like, okay, you know, building became like a huge priority. And I was kind of just like, okay, I'm, I'm actually trash at building. This game Realm could be a huge potential for me. 
So uh, then, yeah, you know, real quick, I, I did. Yeah. I, I got to piggyback that because that's the same way I was. Because you're, <laughs> you're talking about Fortnite when back when it was like no one knew how to build. Yep. And it was it was Fortnite was amazing during that time. Mm-hmm. When everyone had All the same, had to worry about was gun skill. Yes. And every once in a while, and every and... once in a while, you throw up a wall, but it wasn't like this. Build this whole freaking tower in two seconds. It was right. it was literally just like, every, yeah, everyone had the same skill level. Then I I think it was around when they came out creative and people just spent hours in creative and then like you get in there, yep. you shoot somebody and they just build like five stories high. And you're like, dude, come down here. Yep. <laughs> and then that's what kind of transitioned me. me. Yeah. That's what transitioned me to Realm Royale too. In the same ways, but you know, go ahead, continue. That's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, you're good. I forgot what I was saying actually. Uh, you were yeah, talking that's... about how like you fell in love with Realm, and then that's where you, you know, st- you know, you took streaming, you know, even farther when. Uh... So you started playing Realm. That's oh, when you start, yeah. started taking streaming seriously again. Yeah. So yeah, when when I got into Realm, like I said, end of 2018, I you know got pretty active in the community because I was like, okay, this game's like pretty cool. I'm going to get involved and, you know, see how I can improve too, you know, because I was very new to Keeper and a Mouse. Like I said, that was the first game I ever played Keeper and a Mouse. Oh, okay. um, so when I, you know, when I first started streaming, I was obviously very bad. It was a, it was a very much a learning experience for the first probably, you know, one or two weeks. But thinking back on that, even I tell a lot of people, like, I'm actually very thankful Realm out of a lot of games was the first game I played Keeper and a Mouse because that game has one of the most like biggest like hitboxes in any shooter. <laughs> yes, it does. You know, I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. I so know exactly what you're learning about. that game that early, you know, in first game keeper to mouse, I think that was probably like one of the biggest helpful ways for me to get into, you know, PC gaming. I can admit it now that I don't play. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, dude! Every time I would shoot over somebody's shoulder, I know it didn't hit him. It would show up as a hit, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah, I'm just that good." What's up? <laughs> the hitboxes were insane. Oh yeah, I mean, they and, still are. And they, yeah. they never fixed it. You know, like I just did nope. a I just did a whole podcast on Realm Royale coming up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little preview for everybody, but no, I just did. everyone always asks me about Realm Royale. And it's like one of those things where like it's one of those things where at the state of the game it is now. Like, I'm pretty sure you probably get people every once in a while asking you about playing it and this and that. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, in our minds, like, dude, there's no reason for me to play that game. Like, I love that game, but, like, there's there's no future to it, especially now that it's been confirmed. And it's like, right. but the thing is, like, you know, you and me realize, like, that game obviously catapulted us in, in streaming. Like, we, you know, we got a really, really great community surrounding that game. I mean, yeah, I, I get brought up, like, probably still once a week about it. Like, yeah. hey, you remember the Rum Royale days? Why don't you play anymore? Like, why don't you give it another shot? It's like like you said there's no point like they already established and confirmed that there's no future for that game there's no point to play there's no content left in it it's the same stuff now now you don't play paladins or rogue company right uh i i got into paladins like a little bit when um realm was still kind of popping but never anything to like really get good at it i kind of only played like two or three characters maybe like you know once once in a while but did you try rogue company i did when it first dropped and it's fun but one of the one of the other things that I have in the back of my mind anytime I play high res game is yep. what happened with Realm. I, I I'm 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 literally asking that to set set something <laughs> set something up is because like like I said that same episode I did Realm on it it, it explains why I, I I don't play high res games anymore and I, I refuse to. Right. And That's, I you know I, I just was, always think about it. You weren't well, you weren't a part of the, the testing stage for for Rogue Company were you? No. Yeah. So, I, I signed up for an early access yeah. beta code or whatever, and I never got one. Yeah, that went out like four months into the testing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I signed up right away, and I just never got one. Oh, exactly. And I got I only got mine that I met somebody at the high res expo that put me on the friends and family list, and mm-hmm. I was part of the testing crew. I mean, there's certain things in the game that were changed because of something I suggested, and my my thing I won't I won't get too into this because there's a whole episode coming out on it, but. The, my biggest thing is I'm already seeing Rogue Company doing the same things that Realm did where they have... I mean, th- just one example. The Battle Pass Season 1 just came out in February 2021. It was supposed to be out September last year. September 2nd, it was supposed to come out last year. or, wow. sub, or like The first week of September was supposed to be the Battle Pass. It didn't come out till February this year. And I know the people that play are going to defend it and this and that. Like, dude, but my biggest, also my biggest thing was when they came out with the shooting range to help you practice your aim and then I went to log in... I played it one day and then I logged in the next day and it was gone. I'm like, yo, where's the shooting range? Oh, there's too many bugs in the shooting range. I'm like, how do you have bugs in a shooting range? 
Right. But it, it took so long putting it out. Yes, and that was like that was like my final straw with you know Rogue Company, and then I have other history with high res because of Paladin shit, you know. But it's like that's that's the one thing where like people don't understand like why we're we're. It was like we would love to play Realm Royale, we would, it, oh, yeah. but they, but why go and take time away from other content on a game that is literally dead? And it's like not trying mm-hmm. to stop anybody from playing it. If you want to play right. it, have fun, go ahead and play it. But like people don't understand when they continue continually ask us to play it. It's like there's right, you know, I don't know how many there's hours no you, how many hours you had in it, but it's like the thousands of hours I had into it. It's like dude, I think it, I was close to thirteen hundred, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. It's crazy. So so after Realm Royale. What what did you start playing the Realm Royale? I know you you were big into Valorant, but I don't know if if, if that was out when, as the time Realm Royale yeah. died. I can't remember when that came out. Yeah, so when Realm Royale started kind of dying out, um, I was obviously kind of like I feel like you know most of us were kind of lost at the Just time. Just in limbo, like right? Played. Yeah, it's like all I really you know that's like you said earlier. That's all I really played for a whole year straight. Like I pretty much tell everyone from 2018 to 2019, that's pretty much all I played was Realm. Yeah. But obviously, towards the end of 2019 is when it started falling off. Um, so I remember I started getting into Rocket League again because I actually had Rocket League gifted to me back in like 2015 around the time when I was partnered, but I never really played it. I played on keyboard and mouse actually at the time. So that I remember actually, hearing that. I remember hearing yeah, that. So I, yeah. So it was actually the first game I actually played on keyboard and mouse. Like after I got my sour power PC and like I was trashed, I couldn't aerial, like it was just bad. Like I scored goals here and there, but that was about it. But I kind of just played it for fun here and there. I never really streamed it. Um, so then I decided, hey, like, might maybe give it another try. I heard it was better on controller, and I had an Xbox One scuff that I actually, you know, used but, like before I made the switch to PC. Um, so I tried it out again, and I started playing, you know, with Mob and a couple other people that would want to play here and there from stream and stuff. I built a little community out of it, you know, like like by playing the game pretty often. Um, but the game that really, like became one of my main for at least a couple months after Realm kind of died out was Cuisine Royale. Oh yeah, um, that's right. I forgot about that PUBG, I played, PUBG yeah, I, style yeah. game. Because I never got into PUBG, but like that game was like, it just felt like Realm against me, you know, like when I first got into Realm. I'm so opposite, bro. Kinda... I, that's the first game I ever uninstalled on stream. <laughs> <laughs> I rage, bro. That, that game got me with the little stupid vending machine and Spit out grenades. Oh, yeah. It spit grenades out at me. I got pissed and I installed it on the stream. That's the thing with that game, there's there's so many bugs in it and just stupid shit like you just pointed out. But yep. the, they meant to leave that in there. It is yeah, meant to be like a yeah. meme game. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, didn't they change the name of it now? Yeah, I don't even know what it's called. I don't know what it's called I either. It <laughs> but no, it was yeah. That, I mean, like I said, that that game. If people don't know what Cuisine Royale is, the best description I could give it is like it's like Cuisine Royale. Or, I'm sorry, it's it's a PUBG, but as a meme, and then they called it Cuisine Royale. Like basically like PUBG mixed with Realm because it has kind of yeah it has abilities. abilities. I think one of my favorite moments was somebody, I think it was Suna. Is that his name Suna? Uh, big big Suna or something like that. He was he yeah, was he, so. he was talking to me on Mixer trying to get me to play and I played it for him and then he told me like one of my favorite <laughs> my favorite memories. He goes it was finally me versus one last guy right and he goes oh use the beast ability they can't kill you you just run at him and hit him you know what I'm talking about I was like oh okay yep, cool yep. so so I start. I start hitting my chest and I start running at the dude and I, 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 he's right in front of me. I swing at him and somehow I go past him. The dude turns around and one shots me in the face. Yep. And I started screaming. Yeah, you, I you thought you said I couldn't die. <laughs> You're basically like you can take more damage while in that, but you can still like die yeah, to it, like, if, he, they, if they shoot you. But he's here. He is in my in my mixer chat where we had FTL. You know, like it was live live. So he's like, no, bro. Mm-hmm. I swear. I was like, no. I'm just gonna sit here and like pop shots at him. He goes, no, bro. You can't die. And then I end up dying. I'm like, this is this game is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then you probably uninstalled it. No, it was it was the next. It was like two games later when they did the vending machine thing. Where and then like I was like, hey, where are these grenades? Wait, why are they blinking? And then they all just blew. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is it. I'm done. I'm done. Like, oh man. I'm like, nope. Uh-uh, I can't do it. Can't. I can't do this game, dude. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah. So the thing with that game too is, uh, I, I think it was ran by like a German company. Yeah. Because they actually came out with like a partner program, just kind of like Realm had, but it wasn't anything like kind of like Realm was gonna plan on doing with it. But I actually like got accepted as a partner. But like, I never really got anything out of it. It was kind of just like a couple of skins here and there. And that's kind of it. That's kind of how um, the realm partnership was too. Yeah, when, when pretty I got, much. Well, I mean, I was literally talking about somebody asked me about a realm partner because it still shows up on that in the Discord. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't, I haven't sort of muted now, but 
I made a comment. I was like, dude, the Realm Partnership was such a joke. Dude, they gave you skins with every update. Other than that, like, our voices were never heard in the partner Discord. The only thing that came out of it was I got a good relationship with Jay Nash. Mm-hmm. And everyone knew Jay. So. Everyone loved Jay Nash, but I was like one of the ones that would actually reach out into his DMs. Like I remember a lot of people were salty when I got the uh, when I interviewed the the dev team. Remember that? Yep. Everyone's like, "Oh, why is he doing it? Why isn't someone like you know like Thor Baggins doing it?" And then Jay Nash goes, "Because he asked." <laughs> right. I I reached out to Jay Nash and I said, "Hey, what do you think about this?" So there's a little bit more transparency. But that was a crap show in itself because every question that I asked him, they're like, "Oh, I can't talk about that." Oh, I can't talk about that. I'm like, then right. why? Like, and I'm sitting there, like, trying, like, my my best to like a- ask questions, Just and they come up and, with something that would answer. Well, them. no, and then we had like 400 people in the chat because they they promoted it, and you know, I got a crap ton of followers, or you know, a lot of people came in there because of that. And then here I am, and I'm asking questions, and they can't a- answer anything. So that's under NDA. That's under NDA. I'm like, damn, I'm sitting like, what are we here <laughs> for? What are we here for if we can't talk about anything? I'm like, super, like, getting like really like. One of the first times ever on stream, like I actually was getting embarrassed. Like, holy crap, dude! Like yeah. every question, they're like they're they're trying to like give me the runaround or not answer, and it was it was pretty it was pretty rough. But I was like, that that, yeah. that just shows again how High Res Studios is. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna do this, but we're not really gonna do it. <laughs> they just weren't transparent with the community at all. It sucked. Oh no, I mean I always talk about in Realm when you would catapult from Lumber to uh, what is it? Well, yeah, a little white square. The little white square on the ground. Remember that? Like the missing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then instead of fixing the square, they put a bush over it so you don't really see it as mm-hmm. much. And But it was still there. Just cover-ups. Yep. It was all cover-ups. That's all it was. But yeah. So they so. couldn't, so they wouldn't invest time into it. Yep. And then, uh, so you went from Cuisine Royale, and then where'd you go? Uh, so yeah, I was pretty much playing Cuisine, and I think still a little bit of Rocket League still at the time. I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to that now, by the way, if you ever want to play. Rocket League? Oh, yeah. I, I, I got into it just because... You know, it was free to play on Epic, and I uh-huh. started playing the controller, and I was like, "Dude, this game is actually pretty fun." We're not playing with people that are actually champ ranked. See, it's <laughs> fun. Like, I, I, I enjoy it. Like, I have, I personally haven't played in probably like close to like four or five months now. I've had a guess. It's been a minute, but I, I enjoy it. I probably would still enjoy it if I played. But it's one of those games where, um, I just kind of get bored of it really fast, unless I have constant people to play with and everything, you know. And I'm sure I would have that, but like that's why I grind so many games I do now because. There's just a broader community, in my opinion. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, after, um, sorry, I mean, you're good. You're good. Yeah. So basically, I was playing cuisine and Rocket League, like a good mix. Um, and then I, I don't know, like cuisine. Like I said, it was a good game. I, you know, I got kind of involved with the community. Didn't really meet too many people because it was kind of still small around that time, and really never really got bigger than it did. But I was kind of grinding those two games and. Still kind of felt like I didn't really have my game, like Realm, like, you know, like I, like I did with Black Ops 2 when I started. It was kind of just like I was still like kind of lost, but at the same time, like I obviously knew what I wanted to do and make content and stream and everything. So I remember after I kind of like started stepping away from like Realm and Cuisine, I, I kind of started doing like Jackbox games for a little bit and tried to like do more community stuff. Hmm. I wanted to like do like marbles and stuff, but I just never got into that. I did like Jackbox and... I think I started doing more just chatting around that time. It wasn't a lot, but just more like community-based stuff like that. Um, and then I think, I forget exactly what month Valorant came out, but I think Valorant was the next game that I really got into again, like where I just Are developed like a hardcore passion for a game. You were grinding the game for a while, and then I, I think you went to something else for a little bit, and then you came back to it, and you were addicted. Actually, I'm shocked that you're playing something else right now, but... And then you got into Valorant, and I can't remember if you got into something else after that. I was playing Valorant off beta. Um, I, I took me, I think, five days to finally get a beta code after watching the streams for it for the I, job. I hate you for that. <laughs> I got it from Classified Stream, by the way. Shout out to Classy. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, so it took me five days. Um, I never played a lot of CSGO, and that's obviously, most people know, the game that really gives you a jump start to Valorant. It's very mm-hmm. similar to gun skill and everything. Uh, I, I actually got gifted CSGO, fun fact, with Rocket League back in like 2015. So I did play it here and there. That was another game I played like very, very, very sporadically back in the day. I just never, never learned how to do like shoot the guns or anything. It was kind of just like for fun. Uh, but yeah, I like grinded Valorant when it um, came out in beta for a while. And I definitely enjoyed it. You know, like a lot of, you know, the, the Realm homies would play it like Mob and Kinger and Mario and, you know, everyone like that. We'd all play it together. And it was a good time. And then I think the game that 
I think the game that I got into next was actually Warzone when that came out finally because I wasn't really too fine of I, I bought Modern Warfare off release. I actually paid for like the most expensive version of it, my dumbass. I, don't <laughs> know why. <laughs> I paid like the ninety dollar like ultimate version, I think. Same. Um, <laughs> just because I wanted all the content, you know, like who doesn't want all that content? And I was like, okay, this might be the COD to get me back on the scene, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh. Yeah, I wasn't really too fond of Modern Warfare. The only thing I really enjoyed and still to this day really enjoyed was Gunfight when they finally came out that. Um, but I think Warzone, when that came out, I played that for like the first two months that it was out um, and kind of stepped away from Valorant. But then, I don't know what it was. It was like, I, I enjoyed Warzone, but it wasn't really like that big around that time. Like, you know, you didn't see like Nick Merckx grinding it or anything, you know, anyone like there is now. That's so funny because when Warzone first came out, it was exactly like that. Not everybody was playing it, and same with me. Like I'm, I've always been a Call of Duty fanboy, and I, I will always say it. And I, I'm so up and down with Warzone. I didn't like mm -hmm. it when it first came out, and then like see, like the the second Battle Pass or something like that. Like I played it with a buddy, and then I was like, dude, this, I, what, what have I been missing? And then the meta shifts. I'm like, dude, this like this game sucks right now. It's not fun. Mm -hmm. And then you have another season. It's, it's so much fun. And then like how I am right now with with, with this brand new season just came out. I'm like, dude, this sucks. This is this is. Mm -hmm. I'm not having fun with it. And I think a lot of Call of Duty fans are the same way. Like, it, it's it's so up and down, so hit and miss. When you first start playing, so, okay. you, yeah, you That's don't. Is. Yeah, it's just crazy. Um. Yeah. Basically. Like I said, I played it for maybe like two months when it first released, and I really enjoyed it. And then it was probably one of those things like you just said, like it just became kind of stupid. Like there was probably a meta that came about, and I was like, okay, this is dumb. And then I was like, okay, well, let's try Valorant again. And then I basically grinded Valorant probably for the next few months. Never touched. I haven't touched Warzone since those first probably two months that I played. Um, I really? Get back into it. Yeah, I haven't touched it since. Everyone's yeah. always like, play Warzone. You should play with me. Whatever. Uh, just never touched it again. Yeah. The only the only fair warning I'll give you is that like right now I just played the other night. It, they haven't they banned a lot of hackers, and then because it's a free to play game, they just make a new account. So mm -hmm. the, you will encounter quite a bit of hackers. But the thing that you're finding now is just the metas are so stupid. Like I literally just went on and tested today. There's a there's the AUG three round burst. Mm -hmm. Literally, the, I, every because all these streamers share their loadouts, right? So Z Laner found a loadout for the AUG that literally, I'm not even kidding, like when you say zero recoil, I mean zero recoil. Wow. And this thing can literally just like two bursts, you just thr thr done. Absolutely melt you. And then now everyone's running around with, with this no recoil AUG. And I'm like, this is just so stupid, dude. Like That sounds like the, the DMR yeah, or just Mac the, 10 meta. Yeah. See, the DMR was good for me because it was long range. You know how I am with long range guns. Yeah. So I was, oh, just, yeah. I was just two tapping everything, but then it's like, right. But then once everyone starts doing it, you're getting just shot in the back, two tap before you even realize someone's there. It's just the whole what the whole lobby's running at that point. Yeah, that's 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 the only problem with Warzone. You gotta get ready for those meta switches. It's still, I think Warzone's a great game. Just the way they, they oh, yeah. the way they do things and like the, the not having a straight up anti cheat and stuff like that. It's just hurting See, the game. I was game. gonna compare it to uh, what's it called? Um, what was Black Ops 4's Battle Royale? Uh, Blackout. Yeah, Blackout. See, I didn't really play a lot of Blackout and. Like I said, I played Fortnite before Black Ops 4 came out, so like I had pretty high expectations for a Battle Royale because Fortnite was like my first. But I don't know, Black Ops was fun, but like like you said, I really like what they did with Warzone. See, I played a sick. I played a lot of Blackout, and then I I enjoyed it. I, like I said I played it a lot. I enjoyed it, but then uh, Warzone. I think Warzone beats Blackout 100. percent But it's just the, mm -hmm. it's, like I said, it's just the meta thing. Because in, in Blackout, the guns weren't really like. Oh, I gotta get you know, because in Blackout it really was. I can't remember you. You didn't have loadouts in Blackout. If no, I remember. yeah, so it was no, like it, wasn't. it was just you know everything on the ground, fair Straight play, yeah. And then now here you have these loadouts that you can make in Warzone. They just don't. They don't know how to balance it. That's the biggest problem. Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost like Realm Royale with balancing. Well, it's like, like yeah. they balance one thing and then none of the things broken. That's yes. how it goes. You know, like he was in Warzone was like the fire shot. He was broken and the the dually three round burst pistols. You know. We're broken and yeah, you know, it's just so you know DMR. It's like one thing after another is broken, and then they got refixed. And when they fix one thing, then they make something else broken. It's just like come right. on, dude. From what I heard, like before they integrated like Cold War into Warzone, like I I feel like what I heard and I noticed like everything was pretty balanced. And then they added Cold War into it, and then that's when the DMR Mac Ten became like the meta. Yeah, and it's just like one and one thing after another like that. You know, it just keeps going. Pretty much. So people that don't know 
Cole has officially gone full time, right? Yes, sir. So what 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 brought on the the full time thing? One, I know you announced it like on what New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, right? Yeah, I basically wanted to start this you know this fresh year, twenty twenty one, just being full time because I knew I could do it at this point. Yeah. So so what? Walk me through that little thought process. Like saying, you know, how did you know? It's like, okay, this is the year I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot to go full time, and then how how that how that all go? Sure. So I'll be honest with you. At the I think it was the beginning of actually 2020 before COVID was obviously starting everything. I actually low key was considering myself full time, but I'd never officially announced anything. I was kind of just like gonna test the waters and see how it went. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working, uh, I worked at Walmart for about four years along with the pizza job for two of those years. And then I ended up quitting those and I worked at an embroidery factory. Remember that? Uh, and yeah, I worked there for the past two years. So I actually worked there last year, um, just as a seasonal, like part-time worker. I did work like full-time hours. I did work like nine hour shifts, Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturdays, but it wasn't a job I enjoyed. Like it wasn't hard work, but I was on my feet for nine hours a day with two 50 minute breaks. It was like, that's all I got, you know? And it was like good money. Like I did it for the money mainly, you know, and it wasn't a really hard job. Like it wasn't super like physically painful or anything, but, um, this wasn't really something for me. Like it was, it was cool to experience that and work with embroidery. Cause like, that's something that's really cool, you know, with, especially in content creation with merch and everything. So I kind of like, like know how that goes now, but like I said, it just wasn't for me. So worked there, you know, at that place, it was called Land's End. I worked there for two years. Um, and it's like a 10, 15 minute drive from my house. So it wasn't very far or anything. Um, so, so worked there for, you know, the year of 29. Oh yeah. So 2020 and 2019, like I worked there for maybe like April to, uh, December cause they lay off their seasonal workers at December for the, for the holidays. Yeah. Um, so like I said, for uh, start of 2021 or start of 2020 when i got laid off i was basically like okay i was still streaming but like not as much because i was working like nine hour days and just really tired and shit all the time i was like okay like let's test the waters like i said and see how this full-time stuff goes and that's kind of still the time where i really didn't have like a like my game you know like a game i really wanted to grind and play because i was still like the time i was kind of like testing the waters with like you know what happened with with what happened after realm yeah um but I was kind of just like, you know, well, I'd, I'm going to be laid off for these next few months until April anyway, so I might as well test it out. And, you know, it went pretty well for the first, like, you know, month, like January, February is really well. And and then I kind of just, like, fell in, like, a rut where I was like, I still don't have my game. I don't know what to make for content. I want to do, like, YouTube and other stuff, you know, being full-time or, like, you know, keep trying to push for full-time. But I just didn't have the content out there to work with. Um. So yeah, basically that idea fell through. I, I still continued streaming as much as I could, like here and there, and whenever I felt like it. But when April came around, actually not not when April came around because COVID hit in March, and so that took effect on Lands End, the place I worked at, uh, for like my return. I couldn't actually return in April like I planned on doing. I actually returned in July, so I still wasn't working until July. Um, and then I ended up deciding like, hey, I might as well just go back and work at this place for another year, even though I didn't like it, even though I wasn't too fond of it, it's still good money. And I could keep raising, you know, keep saving it up so that, you know, hopefully soon I can get my own place type thing. Um, so then worked there, you know, from July until this past December in 2020. And then, you know, leading up to me getting laid off again at the end of December, like right before Christmas, I was like, okay, like, you know, at this, t- at this point in time, I have my games, you know, I got Valorant, I got, you know, Call of Duty kind of again, I got, you know, games that I'm really enjoying, games I'm really pursuing, and I just have that content out there now that I'm like, okay, I think I can do this, let's do it full time. Yeah. And so that's kind of what led up to me making that decision, right, you know, right at the beginning of this year, I was like, okay, we're just going to start a brand new year, 2021, fresh and full time. And that's when I, that's, you know, when I announced it. Yeah, you've been killing it. That's for dang sure. <laughs> I usually yeah. you, we usually <laughs> actually stream around the same times. Uh, you know, I'm on Facebook, you're on Twitch. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, I usually have you pulled over one of the monitors. You know, I have it muted though, but I'll sit there, I'll watch, I will read the chat in between, like whatever I'm doing. And you've been freaking killing it, dude. I uh, appreciate you know, it, man. You know, so it's, it's been kind of crazy. Oh yeah, I mean it's always a scary thing when you even even if you're kind of doing because like I during COVID last year I kind of you know I went full time technically for like. Four months when my job was shut down 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like I had no choice, and we that's when we really started killing it on uh, on Mixer at the time. So, but it was like still a scary thing, you know. It's, it's like I didn't announce I was full time. It was just like in my mind, I knew I knew I was technically doing it full time. But like now that you're officially announced it to everybody, it's like, hey, we're full time. Let's actually grind for this. And then seeing that you're now what three months into it, and you still have the same hype around the streams, it seems like from for for me, uh, you know, three months in. Because usually when someone announces stuff like that, it's usually scary. You have like a big boost in the beginning, and also like kind of like you know fizzle out. But it's like, dude, mm-hmm. you're three months in. You're still you're still you know going up that's awesome to see dude yeah, i appreciate it you just gotta you just gotta keep pushing you can you can never settle that's the thing especially oh, yeah. if you're doing this full time like there's so much there's always room for improvement in, in an area no matter what that's you why know, you're, you just gotta keep that in mind that's why your sleep schedule is always screwed up dude yep and one, one <laughs> thing i always work on <laughs> one thing i can always tell you guys about cole and it's been happening since i met him in what, 2018 we're talking about his sleep schedule gets screwed up and he always talks about it. And then he goes, Hey, I'm going to go to bed early. I'm going to reset my sleep schedule. And then he's good for like a week or two. And then he screws it up again. <laughs> every <laughs> single time. dude. Uh, yeah. That's it like, it never works out. It's like every two weeks he has a tweet about his sleep schedule. Like I need to reset my sleep schedule. And he does. He does. Like I said, he, he, he resets it. And then all of a sudden he's, he like grinds the game for like, 12 hours or something like that and then he's and then he's totally screwed yeah. and then he has to reset like grind a game or lately it's been i grind like late night editing and stuff because yep. i just recently started editing and i just i'm so sucked into what i'm doing and all of a sudden before i know it i look to my right and i look at my window and the sun's fucking up like yep, yep. i just can't do anything about it like i just don't pay attention to my time very well you know uh, well that's one of the things that comes with it like i mean it's one of the things that comes with uh, just content creation in general. I, I, you know, I talk about all the time what goes on behind the scenes of the go live button. And it's like the go live button is the easiest part. <laughs> playing mm-hmm. playing the game is the easiest part. It's the, it's the, you know, continuously like trying to look over at chat and be interactive with chat. And then, and then, but when you end stream, it's the, now, now you're editing your own videos. It's getting your content out there on social media, right. on Twitter, Instagram, whatever you use, TikTok, you know. So like how are you gonna make your next yes. stream better? That's, yeah, how, it's how, always, yeah. that's how it always is. How are you make your next how stream you better? Well, how are you gonna edit your clips and how are you gonna get your content out there that, that is different than everybody's everybody else's? Because I just went over this on uh, the last episode that came out before this one was uh, state of streaming where I talked about I actually went over the numbers of in 2019 before COVID on Twitch there was only like 13 or 3.4 million active channels right. An active channels doesn't mean like uh, doesn't mean just just streamers, you know, as viewers too. It mean basically means that they, something happened on the account, and then you look at what, and then you look at March when COVID hit, everyone's on lockdown. It shot up to like six point two, and then just as of December twenty twenty, it skyrocketed. There was nine or there was nine point eight million active channels. That's so now how many more people had during COVID because they remember when they were off work, or whatever said, Hey, you know, what? I'm going to stop being a viewer and I'm going to start being a streamer. Mm-hmm. And then you, and then they, you know, we obviously know it's really hard as a streamer, like as much as we want to be there in, in other streamers chats, it's really hard to be there while trying to do our own thing. It is, which is why it's very Especially. rare. Even though I watch you, it's very rare that I will go in there and say something because I got so much stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I don't want to start a conversation and then you reply back and then I'm, I, yep. I just don't respond back. That you just get sucked into it. That's exactly how I am. Yeah. So it's like, it's one of those things where like with so, you know, with so many people out there now trying streaming and trying to get their content out there, how are you going to be different now that there's all these new people in, in the game, you know? Mm-hmm. It's how you're going to be different and how you're going to keep improving on what you're already doing. Yep. Just so, keep, you know, stepping up your game. So we're almost at the 45 minute mark. I know I told you it was going to be 30 to 45 minutes, but we're going to, yeah, you're good. we're going to cut it right to the end, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, uh, dude, I'm, I'm all, all I'm all ears. And, um, so right now, what what game are you? You know, I, I know you were grinding Valorant really hard at the beginning of the year, but I noticed you've been playing some other stuff while you watch it. What are you What are you grinding right now? Are you right Are you currently now, grinding a, a single game, or are you just going variety? It's been mostly Valorant still. I did take a month off. Uh, I think it was. I think. February? No. It was it was a month recently. It was I think it was January, February, where I took a month off from Valorant. Actually, it was it was when Cold War dropped. I forget what month that was, but it was like right at the beginning of this year. I think I took a whole month off from Valorant. Yeah. It was like I think it was actually like end of December to January, like right before I announced full time. Actually, like right around the time that the beta for Cold War dropped, I was like, okay, it's another Black Ops series. 
I'm gonna grind Cold War because this looks dope. This looks like a lot of fun. It's not gonna be like Modern Warfare was for me. Hopefully, you know, I had good hopes for it. Yeah, I know you were playing. Um, you were playing some CDL when that came out. I saw you playing that. Yeah, here and there, not not too much um, CDL. I I used to play like game battles and UMGs back in the day with yeah. Black Ops Two, but nothing like major. Like I I played a lot of League play. Was mostly what I played. Yeah, I just I but, just got on some Valorant today. I I, I kind of want to get into it again, but I'm just not sure. I'm just like I, a lot of people have been that that way recently. Yeah, I I just I literally just because I knew we were gonna hop on here earlier, I was like, you know, what? I haven't played Valorant in a while. Let's see where it's at. And there's like, I hopped on it not long ago, and I helped with the character name, the one that has the stupid fox that chases you. Uh, Sky. Oh yeah, I, when she got released, I was playing. I oh my god, I was so mad. <laughs> she's not even that bad anymore. Like, That's what I heard. Really annoying in the beginning. Yeah, kind of trash now. You know, you were talking about earlier about Counter Strike. Like, everyone knows my history. I played Counter Strike since it came out. I mean, it was like, yeah, mm. oh my gosh, it was like twenty years ago. It was a long, Jeez. dude. It was a long time ago. I mean, yeah, it, that game has been out for a while. Well, I, I mean, I never realized that. Well, you think about it. I mean, I was playing this game. We were, I didn't have a PC at home. We were playing. We had to go down to this local gamer lounge, which like, like are almost non-existent nowadays. But mm. we had, we all went down to this gamer lounge. They had like souped up PCs and go after school and go play Counter Strike. We and then finally got my own PC in my room. And then we started. We I mean we played Counter Strike so much. It was it was all we played was Counter Strike, or we would go play on X, Xbox Three Sixty, go play Modern Warfare Two, you know, or or World of Warcraft. Mm. But it was like. For me, growing up playing Counter Strike, I loved the gunplay, and for Valorant, I loved the gunplay. But it almost gives me it almost gives me like a Fortnite feel, where yeah. it's like there's so many abilities, and like it it screws up the gunplay for me. It's a great game. I'm not, you know, it's like I want to get into it more, but it's like it's something just makes me. Like, I think when Reina came out, oh my gosh, I was getting pissed. Yeah, <laughs> which like, I mean, that's it's it's kind of kind of relating like what you said earlier, Warzone. There's there's but, not really like metas, but there, there, there kind of is at the same I, time. I've heard so from when I was talking to somebody about Valorant, and which is why I kind of want to get into it. They were saying like when a new character drops, it's usually very toxic, mm-hmm. and then they'll then they'll 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 nerf them, and then it's yep. and then it gets better. You know, they either end up nerfing them like pretty slightly. It's not usually nothing huge, but they nerf them, or everyone just gets used to like when Euro came out recently. I don't know if you know who that is. It's I, yeah, I, I just saw him out. today. Yeah. Yeah, so when he came out recently, like, I don't even think they nerfed him. He was, like, very annoying. Obviously, like, nobody really knew how to play him. But it, it was honestly, like, it's just the fact that he's new. Like, he's so new that nobody knows what's going on. Like, like he has this ability where he can, or his alt, actually, he goes invisible. He can literally just, for a short period of time, he runs, you know, wherever he wants on the map and then pops out of, out of his invisibility. It's, like, probably, like, almost a minute, honestly. And he just pops up. Like, he can literally just flank you, like, with ease because you can't hear him or see him or anything. Holy like crap. everyone was pissed about that because like that's not fair. He can just get to your spawn and be behind you, but everyone's so used to it now. Like he, when he comes back out, he makes a noise. You can hear where he's at. But it was one of those things where he didn't really get nerfed. Everyone just gets used to him, and that's how it is. It's either they get a slight nerf or you just get used to him pretty quickly. Yeah, that's what people were telling me. Like I said, when when Sky, when Sky came out, and I had this freaking fox chasing me. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then like I said, right with Reina, it's like you'd be like, you know, the you know one of the ways to play is like your teammate. Will peek and then if if they get shot, you immediately peek and go for the you know the. I just forgot the term for it, trade. You go for the trade, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you have this chick that's like invulnerable, like floating around and, and gets behind cover. And I'm like, yo, like, what is right, this crap? Because because you're peeking and you don't have coverage then. Yes. And she comes out of that and you're just screwed. Yep, exactly. So it's like, but again, like I said, you know, I agree. It's one of the things where you know they might nerf something a little bit, or you kind of learn how to play it. It just adds more to the straight up gunfighting. You know, it's more it's more than just gunfighting. You got to really know the characters that you play. I think one of the problems with that game also is I think with the rank I was at, I can't remember what rank I, I stopped at. What's the blue one? Plat? Is it Plat? Plat? Yeah, when I, I was I was I was plat, and even in plat, you had people who were like instant lockers. Mm-hmm. It was like and so. I, like I'm only in. I, the only the only, the highest rank I've ever hit is plat, and like that's how gold is even. Like yeah. gold's the same exact way. You just I, like insta lock jets, insta lock arenas. Yeah, I feel like I feel like plat rank is the one. It's it's kind of the same thing as gold. It's like the in between. Sometimes you will get really good players in there that are was a diamond above that. Anything? Uh yeah, it's plat diamond immortal. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I think it's like you're kind of in between. You got golds that are in there, like insta locker. You might have diamond players that are pretty good. You can switch characters. It's like it's a really awkward position. It's like the it's a really hard place to get past. And it was the mm-hmm. same. It was the same way in Counter Strike when we had the ranking system in there. Like you would get yep. into gold nova, which is above silver, 
and to get up into the next level it's like sometimes you'll get these people that are like dude you, you belong back in silver and then you have some like straight up gods at the top of gold nova and you're like what the f is going on dude <laughs> it's kind of the same thing that's why valorant so many counter-strike players love valorant because like i said the gun the gunfire the spray patterns are just like counter-strike it's just mixed with abilities and you gotta get used to them and you gotta really grind the game too he's not it's that's not a game you can just get into and just oh no just be good at it even if you have a good good shot you gotta know exactly what you're doing and not just throw all your abilities in the very beginning either yeah and that's what i said like that's why i'm really like still grinding it now even after like you know when beta came out months ago like that's why i'm still playing it like that's the main game i play even though i play other games here and there uh, it, it's it it is like it, it's a game you really have to practice and really have to aim train and you know watch youtube videos other streamers pro you know pro tournaments all that kind of stuff just to just to learn there's so much of a learning curve with that game compared to a game like call of duty oh yeah 100 percent. like call of duty like i everyone played uh, and were you into search and destroy with call of duty yeah i mean search yeah, has see. always been my favorite game mode but, see for um, me i i didn't like search because the gameplay is just different compared to like you counter-strike is basically search and destroy you know and i mean that's it it. That's exactly, you know, where I came from. So for me going, even though I love Call of Duty and I, I, like, I absolutely love Call of Duty, it's just like when I think of Search and Destroy, it's like this is just totally different to me. I just don't like the feel of it. It's just, and it's just for me. I'm not saying it's a bad game mode. It's just that's my thing where everyone was like, I remember when Modern Warfare came out, everyone was like, hey, join. We're going to play some Search and Destroy. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'll go mm -hmm. play some shipment. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Because you just want that action. Exactly. That's, how I, that, that's how I feel about Call of Duty. I feel like it's a fast paced action. Just balls to the wall counter-strike super slow valorant and again if you if you want to get into valorant if you guys are thinking about it, it it's a slow paced game dude it's 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 like yeah learn to hold shift and walk it's not a game where you can just sprint in there like call of duty you gotta right. it's, it's a tactical game you really have to actually like spend time you know off stream off playing and and go into like aim lab or kovacs and aim train and spend you know a little time here and there watching youtube videos and pro streamers and stuff like i said it's it's a game you have to invest a lot more time into for sure. Yeah, Call of Duty is just you know honestly just you know pull down when you're firing no matter really what your loadout is and that's the main thing. You know, Valorant and Call of Duty, or uh, Counter Strike were literally like you gotta like pull down the first three bullets and the left right you gotta mm -hmm. get your aim right dude. You gotta it's all about that remembrance. Yes, you gotta remember the spray patterns for like every gun and especially with the you know you gotta you gotta manage your money you gotta manage you know. You know, can I buy the heavy armor or light armor with the, you know, the Spectre mm -hmm. and, you know, this and that. It's all about wearing the econ. Exactly. There's so much to learn just instead of just going out there and shooting stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. But we're almost at the hour mark. You know, we went over a little bit more than what yeah. I, I kind of expected it. But if you guys, there's there's one streamer that I would actually fully endorse. It would be obviously Colab, honestly. So what social media is you most active on? I know you're active on Twitter. You know. Yeah, Twitter has always been my most active, like I mentioned earlier, throughout all the years. Um but uh, end of 2020, I, I am posting on Instagram. Oh, I a got lot more often. Real quick, I'm so sorry. I got I have one more subject. What happened with your Twitter account? Oh, okay. So, not to make a big story out of it, but basically, long story short, uh, December 17th. Uh, it was a time. It was actually right before I was gonna end my job. I was at, at the, that embroidery factory. I was at home, um, I think, I think I, it was like a Wednesday, I think it was like a Wednesday, and I was at home, and I, I worked Tuesday, and I was feeling really sick, so then I called in on that Wednesday, anyways, I felt like I had COVID, because, you know, at the time, everyone was getting it, you know, still, it was at the end of the year, and it was still a big thing, ended up going for a COVID test Wednesday morning, after, you know, I worked on Tuesday, very sick, came back home from that COVID test Wednesday, got on Twitter, made an update about it, you know, for my community saying, like, I got tested for COVID, I might not stream for a few days, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Made that tweet, and then ended up, Twitter basically, right after I sent that tweet, Twitter popped up this thing on my phone saying, like, hey, we need you to verify your account. And I was like, okay, like, should be easy, like every other, and, you know, I never really had that happen, but it should be easy to verify my account, you know? Basically, what ended up happening is they said, okay, you know, you have to click on the pictures, the the robot verification type yeah. thing. So I did that, verified that I wasn't a robot, and then, and then basically, uh, after the robot thing, they, they told me to verify my phone number and I was like okay this should be simple obviously I've you know I have my phone number linked to my Twitter account just so I don't get hacked or anything like that basically ended up saying okay we sent you a text message to your phone 
enter in the code that we sent you and you're verified. You know, you can get back in your account. Never got that text message. I had never received it that day. So basically tried to do everything that I possibly could to get that text message, you know, looked up, you know, Reddit posts and Google searches and everything, YouTube videos, couldn't find anything about it. Long story short, found out, you know, like a couple weeks on the line, like a week or two, that Twitter literally shut down their SMS system. So oh. Twitter literally shut down their whole SMS text message verifi you know, verification system, and I got screwed over. They, they literally didn't send out a warning, an email, or anything. Like, I didn't receive any sort of warning that this was happening, and absolutely just got screwed over out of it. Yeah, and I, I, wasn't, I wasn't the only one that had it happen to. Like, I ended up realizing that, like, it happened to, like, probably at least a handful of, of like, 10 other people in, in the community. I saw, like, a bunch of people had to make backups like I did, and... Hey, I remember seeing it. Mess. I remember I seeing it said, uh, at, like, hold up updates or whatever followed you, and I'm like, what the... I was, like, about ready to contact <laughs> you, but, yo, someone just made an account with your name, dude. Like, uh -huh. And then all of a sudden, I started kind of reading, and I'm like, wait, is this, like, legit? And then I remember, I, I think I read something in your Discord about it, so I knew it was legit, but I was like, wait, what? I wasn't what? even going to make a... I wasn't even going to make a backup or anything um, at first, uh, and actually, one of my mods, uh, Jazz Relates, have you ever seen around? Yeah, I've seen she, the name. Yeah, she made one for me and basically like messaged me on Snapchat saying like, hey, I made you a backup Twitter if you want to use it, gave me the login information. That's when I started using it. But she like made that account for me and started following like a bunch of my mutuals, you know? Well, yeah, you have like 11,000 followers on Twitter or something like that. So like that, like, yeah, and, and, like right when I got it, right when I got it basically taken away or like right when I got locked out, I just hit 11K. Yeah, and that's like one of the like things the where like, before. like being locked out of your Twitter, like when your main social media is like. Like that's that's huge for a streamer. Like that's that's just crazy. That's why when I finally saw you got it back, I was like, "Holy crap, dude!" Like I can only imagine being like, I mean, I won't, I only have like twenty seven hundred or something like that. But it's like, dude, that's a lot. It's that's twenty seven hundred people that can potentially see your going live tweet right. or when you know, like I literally made a, a post about this about social media was your 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 follow count really doesn't matter. It's it's the the people that interact with it. And all it, all it takes is one retweet or even a like, because like people can see what you like. Cole, Cole knows we, we dog him all the time. I'm not going to get into that. Being likes, yeah. yeah but no, but seriously, like, like, all it takes is for someone to like something and then someone sees it that, that it was liked and then a retweet. So like all it takes is for one person to like share something. So like you're taking- one simple so, so you, them taking your, your account with it has 11, possibly 11,000 eyes to see something and retweet it or something like that. That's very, very hard for- I, mean, I couldn't imagine losing my, my my account with you know a quarter of the followers you have. I I would be losing my freaking mind. Yeah, it was awful. And basically, just wrapping that up. Long story short, uh, obviously emailed Twitter about it, tweeted at their Twitter support. I ended up doing that. I, I emailed them probably five times, and I I tweeted at them probably two to like five or six times a day at, at times, just just to get noticed and get some help about it because obviously one it wasn't my fault two there's nothing i can do about it literally the only options i had to log into my twitter after i got locked out and after especially after it got suspended is to either um you know enter the code that was texted to my phone which i wasn't getting or enter a backup code and i never saved any backup codes by like i never thought i would need them that's um, a new thing nowadays so twitter people better take that seriously because i got locked out of my discord for a little bit because i didn't save my backup codes Mm -hmm. So when they give you backup codes, that's, that's you know his story, Twitter and mine with Discord, like that, like just save a file to your computer or something like that. It's like that's a new thing now mm -hmm. where you better have your backup codes. Take a screenshot. Yeah, something. You know, save it to your computer, flash drive, something. Um, but yeah, that's basically what happened, and ended up being a month and four days before Twitter finally ended up reaching back to me on email and basically saying, "Hey, we unsuspended your account. You should, you know." You should feel free to like get back into it now. I jumped out of bed the day I saw that. Obviously, I think it was yeah, it was January twenty first. It was actually fun fact the day I hit a thousand subs on Twitch. Um, That's but crazy. January twenty first emailed me. I jumped out of bed that day, got to my computer, tried logging in because I just wanted to do it on my computer instead of my phone. It was just probably easier. Jumped on my computer, tried logging in. They unsuspended my account but didn't fix my SMS issue. Like I still had to verify my account with my text message code. Oh my God. So yeah, imagine how excited I was and then instantly just disappointed right after. So Jeez. then obviously, you know, I got pissed about that. 
But I was like, okay, I just need to email him back. So I replied to the email saying like, hey, appreciate the unsuspension. Because basically what happened is after, like, I think it was two weeks of me being locked out of my account, they suspended it because it was inactive or whatever. I don't know how they'd go about that. But so they unsuspended my account. So then I emailed them back basically saying like, hey, thanks for the unsuspension. I still can't get in my account. This is why you guys need to fix this. I think it took them like half an hour if i had to guess something like that and they actually just fixed it for me so i was like obviously like when i got unsuspended so when i got suspended i basically emailed them back right away i replied to their email and said hey like you guys need to fix my actual issue that i'm having because i still can't get my account my phone is literally not receiving the text that it says i need to enter for you know verification so they ended up replying to me within like half an hour I was very thankful about that because I thought it was going to take another day or two or whatever just to get back to that or just to get back to me about my issue they replied to me within like half an hour basically saying hey we disabled your two-factor you should be all good now and then that was basically when I got my access to my Twitter back yeah that's so freaking crazy dude it was a process but yeah oh yeah especially like you said being my main social media platform outside of you know where I stream it was huge like it it like demotivated me so much oh yeah in that month it's almost like having to start over it's it's you know mm -hmm. it's crazy because like i said i wasn't even gonna make another twitter because i didn't want to start over i didn't want to accept that i lost that account you know that i made that i had that i have had my twitter since i made my twitch august of 2013 i was gonna say i, I already looked at said yeah i looked earlier it said 2013 yeah. it's that's freaking nuts dude mm -hmm. but cole always a freaking pleasure uh what so are all your socials at cole up you can find me, yeah, every single platform, uh, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm on TikTok now. I'm going to start posting on TikTok more often because that's huge for growth. Um, but yeah, every everywhere, every single platform you can think of, at Colep, D-O-L-E-L-E-P. Yes, everybody go follow on Twitch.tv slash Colep, C-O-L-E-L-E-P. Go support this man. I fully endorse him. Cole, thank you so much for taking the time to come on here and chat about your journey. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude, I appreciate it, man. It was a lot of fun. All right, dude. Make sure you guys go check him out. Thank you for listening to the episode. Have a, have a blessed week, y'all. Peace.